Hello and welcome to episode 101, Cien Yuno, of the Heart of Markness Led Zeppelin podcast. Last week was awesome, guys. Last week was awesome. I, I, I feel good about that episode. I've listened to it a couple times. Yes, hubris. And I think it's solid and it made me laugh and it made me smile. And I hope you guys liked it too. I heard a lot of good things. Got a lot of love from all corners of the internet. And I thank each and every one of you. Even you. And now the heady rush is over and we're back to the grind. And um, surprise, surprise, Dogs of Doom releases another show in another source that's more complete that I've already covered. But I'm doing this one because, again, it's important. And these are songs that you have not heard. Well, one of them you have not heard. Another one you have not heard in its entirety. And the third one you might have already heard. I don't know. I don't know. I do what I can. But I have to bring this up because it is important. And it is good. And this is not a shitty quality recording like um, the Sydney one is. That's not. That's kind of dodgy quality. And even though you haven't heard those songs before, this is one of the best audience tapes of the 1969 tour. It is November 7th, 1969, San Francisco at, um, oh shit, is it the Winterland or the Fillmore? Winterland! I always screw that up. November 7th at the Winterland. This is Audience Source 2. And the taper is Jerry Olson. He recorded uh, with a Sony stereo mic on a Sony cassette deck. In 1969, and he got just about the whole show. He lo- he missed a little bit of uh, Moby Dick, oh no, and got the whole show, including the encore, which has not been out until very recently. Bring it on home, the first 1969 performance recorded, maybe even the first one ever, of Bring It On Home. Thank you. Dogs of Doom tape group. I love what they do. I love how they do it. And it's it's just it's just tenacity and logic and politeness. <laughs> and Jesus Christ, it's magnificent. God bless them. God bless them. All right, friendos. Um this is not going to be a, a marathon one. My allergies are killing me. It's the shitty, shitty time of year. Well, one of them in uh, in, in Oregon, in Northwest Oregon. And uh, everything is pollinating and germinating. And it's also rainy and wet. So we have spores and mildew and all. The, the, I am on two different antihistamines and I feel shitty. I sound okay. Because everything in my body is dried up to the point of desiccation where I crinkle like a uh, one of those do not eat silica packs. Which I found out won't kill you, by the way. They don't kill you. Nope. You just shouldn't eat them. So eat all you want. I mean, you go to the hospital, but you won't die. <laughs> all right, friendos. This is a very, very contractually obligated episode. I do not have love or joy in my heart. I am sleepy. I stayed up 
almost all night Saturday night with a friend. And I haven't caught up yet. I'm in my 50s, man. Can't do that stuff anymore. And it was when the daylight savings time change hit. And I just, I feel like I'm chasing after sleep all week. Whatever. You don't care. It's not that important anyway. Maybe you do care. I shouldn't have put that on you, dear friends. All right. In any case, you are here to listen to Led Zeppelin and not here to listen to me whine. Although it's been less than five minutes. I can go another 30 seconds. And you know another thing? These God... No, just kidding. Um, oh. I ordered a computer. I know, you know, I've talked to you, you know, on and off over the over our time together about how my computer is a 10 or 11-year-old gaming laptop. It is solid as a tank. It weighs 200 pounds. It's very, very large. And when it came out, you know, 11 years ago, it was the shit. It was like 2,500 bucks, and it was a beast. And because it's a beast, here in 2021, all those years later, it's still a good computer. Um, gaming, it, uh, <laughs> it can't really play new games, but it can play the old games and I'm old. I play old games, so it'll play my Civ 5 and Fallout New Vegas and Skyrim all day long. If I don't crank it up too much or use mods, mods usually do the work. Anyway, being that it's 11 years old, it has a finite lifespan and, um, I've already lost a couple of the USB ports on it. And it doesn't like to wake up after I put it to sleep. It works solidly, but it's just got those things. It's like, okay, this thing is the equivalent of a car with 250,000 miles on it. Great car. It's a Honda. It, it, it's going to run, but it's, it's when it dies, I am fucked. So in a bit of foresight, I've been wanting to build my own computer, but so has everybody this pandemic and you can't buy parts at all because the demand is so high and everything has gone up in price over the last year ridiculously. So, I mean, old video cards, not you know, mid-level, unimpressive video cards that were 150 bucks last year are now, you know, 250, 300. And that's crazy. And good luck trying to get the parts because I had been trying to get one for a year. Just, just the CPU. Uh, I can't remember which Ryzen 3 series, I think. Um, I mean, a modest system. It would have cost me about 800, 900 bucks to build piece by piece. Well, if I was able to get all the parts for it now, it would cost me closer to 1400 <laughs> For a, basically a console killer gaming system with a mid-level card, something that would just basically let me play my games and newer games doesn't have to be on awesome quality i'm happy with 1080p blah 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 anyways i wasn't able to do that so what i did do is when that stimulus hit i uh paid off a medical bill in its entirety which was nice to get that off the plate and i just bit the bullet and um found a really good pre-built Dell that had um, what I wanted and had a good, had a series of good discounts and I utilized them all. 
There was a nice code and there was a sign up for our newsletter and take 10% off. Ba 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 ba. I did all that. Basically, I had a base system that was about 860 bucks. I customized it and got it to about 1100 bucks and then with all the discounts and things, I got it back down to um about 950. So maybe it was, yeah, I saved I saved over $200 on it. Basically, I paid for almost all of the things that I upgraded. Because being a pre-built, it's like, here's a great chipset, here's a, here's a great video card, you know, for the price. And uh, here's uh, a little bit of memory. Nope, we need more memory, and we need more than this. And I'm going to get a nice NVMe SSD and, you know, make it mine. So I am proud for doing that because I was like second guessing myself like, and I shouldn't do this. I've got other stuff I could put this money towards. Ah, but the fact of the matter is when this current laptop goes, I am fucked. It is my entertainment. It is my therapist. It's my secret lover. And it's how I do the podcasts. It's plugged into my TV. I do everything through it. So I rationalized it. And then every single person in my life was also like, you needed a computer. You got a computer. Shut up. So, yay. I'm happy about that. And look, I wasted five more minutes of your time, which is what I was trying to do anyway. Pad it out. Fill it. Fill it. Fill it with dead air. All right, friendos. I have let you hang on long enough. It is August. Not August. Jesus. November 7th, 1969 at the Winterland Ballroom in San Francisco, California. We are going to hear, first, we're going to hear Heartbreaker, which you may have heard on my earlier foray into this show, but there are only two songs on it that are new, and I did a two-parter for this show already, so it's either play Heartbreaker again, maybe, or play Moby Dick. I'm not playing Moby Dick. I will at some point, but nah. So here, maybe for the second time, but definitely first time for this source tape, Heartbreaker, November 7th, 1969. Led Zeppelin, already two albums released in their first year on the road. They're killing it, and you're going to hear why.
Well, that was awesome. Man, the thing about tapes is you lose so much in every generation. Even the the first generation Mike Millard tapes, which are recorded meticulously and dubbed meticulously, there is a loss, albeit slight, with a generational step down. This, coming from the master cassettes, is exceptional. There's a lot of stuff, subtle things, atmospheric things. The fact that Bonzo's hi-hat is more audible. The fact that the audience people, when you hear them, sound vivid and lifelike. You can hear the meat of their hands as they clap. It sounds alive. It sounds like a real thing. Whereas you get something that's a couple generations down. The music mill should, would still sound good, pretty good, but you would miss out on that quali- qualitative stuff that would keep it from being excellent. And that's why these old recordings, even though, I mean, a, a handheld Sony tape recorder from 1969 is not high fidelity, using the stereo mic, it captured a nice stereo image. I mean, Bonzo's hi-hat was in the far right, Jonesy's bass was in the left. It was good. It's just incredible that these guys are finding stuff 50 plus years later. 50 plus years later. God bless them. I'm glad we've passed the torch and that a younger generation of fans has taken over in the driver's seat because uh, it's obviously Generation X. That's me. Not a goddamn boomer. Um, Yeah, it's time to to pull into the right lane and let the youngins pass us. God bless them for doing it. Man, and to give it away free as a as a passion project, they deserve it. It makes me so happy. I'm honored to know them. I mean, I don't spend a lot of time in there, as you know. This is the most talking I do all week, talking into this microphone. Otherwise, I tend to lurk, I tend to game, I tend to YouTube, and I tend to read. So, that's me. Always comes back to being about me. All right. Well, what should we listen to now? How about how many more times? But the whole song this time, all 23 minutes of it, and not the 12 or 13 minute little truncated tease you've had to deal with for the last 50 years. No, you get to hear the whole goddamn song. All because of people who love Led Zeppelin finding these people who also love Led Zeppelin and tape them and then getting them to a find their tapes or pictures or videos or film and then trust their care to strangers who then meticulously and lovingly restore and release it. Unbelievable. 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 There's a documentary in here. There's a documentary about this in this whole scene. And uh, I want to be a part of it. I want to make that happen. I don't know how, but I want to. Well, that's neither here nor there. Well, it is, but it's not here. And it's not there, so I guess it is neither here nor there. You know what is here? How many more times just for you? Because I want to play it, because it is good. All right. 
How many more times? This was the showpiece of the early tours. And uh, over over the course of 1970, a whole lot of love started taking up that weight and a whole lot of love started to become the big uh, showpiece for the medleys and the jams. Dazed is always dazed. It, It gets bigger and bigger as time goes on. But how many more times eventually gets faded out by whole lot of love, which is the vehicle for all the medleys. And then um, makes just a few every once in a while here and there appearances until I believe it makes its last appearance in um, one of the early 1975 shows where they dropped dazed because of Jimmy's broken finger. But I love it. It's a great song and this is a great performance and a great recording. Thank you, Dogs of Doom. Bless your hearts. That's right. Bless your hearts. All right. How many more times? November 7th, 1969 at the Winterland, which is, I think, where they filmed um, The Last Waltz, the band film. I think that was at Winterland. Well, we shall see. All right, friends. Enjoy. I'll see you in about 20 minutes.
brilliant. Loved it. Great sound quality. You could hear neat stuff. You could hear stuff with the tambourine. You could hear stuff with the cymbals. All kinds of little things that get lost in generational... Get lost in the generations. It's good to have this coming from the master. I love it. I hope you did too. Well, if you like what I do and you like how I, I do it, you are invited to become a patron of the Heart of Markness and join these titans upon whose shoulders rests the Heart of Markness. Give a very sincere, laurel and hearty handshake to Knegarn, Jeff, Chris, Michael, Rob from Melbourne, Wayne, Melbourne, Australia, that is, Wayne, Brad, Danielle, Tracy, David, Peter, Mark, other David, <clears throat> Bonzo, Billy, and Mimo, and out of left field, Avi of the Raven Avatar, and Jeremy of the Bought Me This Microphone and Created My Logo. Bless you guys, and thank you oh so much for facilitating my avocation. And speaking of avocation, I bet you're wondering, hey, guy who's talking on this podcast we're listening to, so we've already found you, how would we find you? Good question. I'm wherever you find podcasts. I'm also on YouTube, have a channel under Heart of Markness, Twitter, Heart of Markness, and a Facebook group that you are welcome to join called Heart of Markness. All of those things. And a website called Heart of Markness, <clears throat> where you can find things like this new recording of this show. You can download it for free, own the entire show, start to finish, for nothing, because I love you. And what else? I think that's it, right? Yeah. Anywhere you can find podcasts, I can be found. Website, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Yeah, there we go. All right. See? Quick and painless. <clears throat> All right. I've got one more for you. Once more unto the breach. And that is Bring It On Home. Not heard for 50, almost 51 years. Oh, almost 52 years. Holy shit. All right, friends. Enjoy it. And thank you again to the Dogs of Doom for doing such great work and then not hoarding it just among themselves, not commodifying it, <clears throat> not selling it to the bootleg labels and making money, but taking it, mastering it, restoring it, and distributing it for free. As it should be. That's the way it used to be so fine. Bless you and thank you. All right. Uh, bring it on home. The first and only, I don't know if it's the only, the earliest recording of Bring It On Home from 1969. Ladies and gentlemen, enjoy it.
absolutely delightful and brilliant <clears throat> and great quality. Man, thank you, Dogs of Doom. And we got to the end of another episode of the Heart of Markness podcast. Just like that. I didn't do a classic rock podcast last weekend because I was very tired and I was very busy. And when I had time to do it, I was just too tired. And it's a bonus episode anyway. So you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. <clears throat> I will endeavor to do another one this weekend and make up for it. Or at least do the one that's due this weekend. That's more likely. All right, my dear, dear friendos. I thank you very much for listening. And uh, let's see. Oh, if you want to reach me and contact me for some reason, you're welcome to. Um, you can get me through the Facebook group. You can hit me through Twitter, um, through the website, comments. Or if you feel the need to write me, mark at heartofmarkness.com will get to me. Well, friendos, 58 minutes and change, going to be just under an hour because I don't want to waste 90 seconds babbling just to make it to the one hour mark. I love you too much for that. All right, but I will talk to you soon, and I thank you for listening. Be good to yourselves and each other, and thank you. <laughs>